Welcome to another Last Call Wednesday. All the political news to get you through the week so that you're in the know, knowing it's half the battle. Heard that from G.I. Joe. Speaking of G.I. Joe, got a couple of Navy SEALs, fortunately, missing off the coast of Somalia. We've got to dive into that. The feds found cocaine on Hunter Biden's pistola. Uh, we've got some of the Capitol Police officers, Harry Dunn and Lazarus, maybe guilty of perjury, but the news is completely covering it up. You can't find it. Uh, we also have instability in the Middle East like we've never seen before. And then maybe a new uh, a pandemic X that we have to dive into all this and more on today's last call. Hit it, Josh. The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. was using the wrong microphone. Josh, how did you not catch that? How did you not catch that I was using the wrong microphone for that intro? It was a beautiful intro, but it I because because I had the wrong I was standing in the shame corner. Yeah, go shame yourself, flog yourself in the nude while ringing a bell and saying shame at the same time. <laughs> did you just put me on my <laughs> We want to see the shaming, okay? <laughs> see the public shaming. Uh, we got a lot to get into, to guys. Uh, lot, lot to get into today, guys. Thank you guys so much for being here. A lot of people in the live chats. You know, I always like to give a shout out to the live chats. It's good to be here, Josh. It really is good to be here. I uh, I'm suffering from a hernia right now, and uh, after today's show, I'm going to go to the old doctor, see how to get this thing cleared up. But I've been pretty miserable for the last uh, day and a half fighting off this hernia. I didn't know what it was. I thought maybe I was pregnant. I was having some abdominal cramps. Um, and then I thought maybe I just needed a fart, but I couldn't because the cramps were so bad. And uh, after further research, uh, has nothing to do with me being pregnant or needing to fart. It, uh, it's simply, it's simply a hernia. So we're going to get that fixed. Uh, hopefully we're going to get that fixed. I don't know. Anybody out there in the live chats had a hernia? Let me know. I'd love to know what the recovery time is. I don't want to be out for a while. You know what is I'm saying? Your, is this your way of telling us that you're about to transition? Because <laughs> this is a weird way of telling it. If, if really, so, we, you really. don't have to come up with these excuses. You just we've got the we've got skate daddy transy. I mean, there's there've been clues for the past couple of years. You just got to follow the breadcrumbs. Uh, yes, but uh, be with me as I go through this uh, these trying times. Ryan Alosio says that he has kidney stones right now. Um, that sucks, Ryan. You're having a fucking terrible go out of it. Sorry for your loss as well. Uh, a lot going on in Ryan's life, but a lot of people in the live chats, low Ren, Fulcanator, Bosco, um, cousin Johnny, my old cousin Johnny's in the chats uh, for the first time. Murr 530, good to see you, Bosco Autry, uh, and the list goes on, Tyler S, Murr 530, James Russell, thank you guys so much. I'm not going to do this all day, uh, but I appreciate you guys being in there. If you want to support the show, uh, now more than ever, we'd love to, uh, we're having a lot of fun with this news stuff. Um, between the book coming out pretty soon, and, and I was working on the book yesterday with the agent uh, or publicist or no, uh, sorry, co-author uh, Nick Palmashano yesterday, all the way up in Chapel Hill, and uh, so a lot going on there. Um, but between that, we've got more news going on, on our Patreon. 
please go and subscribe to our Patreon. It's less than a cup of coffee a month. It's $3. That gets us new equipment and allows us to do more news. And since you guys are so into this news stuff on Wednesdays, I mean, you guys are into the sports news. You guys are into the true crime. You guys, we have the best fans. We have the best fans. Thank you guys for this. Let's jump into today's news. Today's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack and factormeals.com forward slash Wolfpack five zero. Uh, starting off the bat, I know that a lot of people don't know this, um, but we have two missing Navy SEALs right now. Uh, the two missing SEALs uh, are on a mission to seize Iranian missile parts headed for the Houthis. By the way, if you're not keeping up with, I, I, there's a lot of war to keep up with right now. A lot of you guys aren't paying so much attention, but just to let you guys know, the media is not putting a lot of this out right now, and it's because they're they're deucing their pants over the Iowa caucus primary. It really looks like the biggest fears of the left are coming true, um, and that's Trump will be the front runner for the Republican Party going into 2024. I said this. I've kept saying this. Tantra Thomas predicted it, so it's probably more likely than not going to happen. 2024 is going to be a year beyond years. And we have to remember what happened last election cycle. They literally released a pandemic on us. So if you don't think that they're not going to do something even more crazy right now, uh, we are, I've never even heard the word rolling blackout. Before the last election, I never heard pandemic. He talks a lot. Um, and then and then we had the pandemic. But now we have this thing called a rolling blackout. And, and, and um, you know, if you go back before those last two elections, we had like wokeism and, and that's when woke came up. So every election season, they release these new BLM, woke, pandemic, uh, all, all these new scare tactics. And it's always done by the Democrats, it seems like at this point, which is really making me angry because you're, it's starting to become apparent that you're, you're, you're fucking with my life and my livelihoods. It's, it's really pissing me off. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. I'm not like a huge Trump guy, right? You guys know that. You guys know I don't have Trump stickers. I don't do the Trump flags. I don't really talk about so much who I vote for. I, I think you should vote for whoever is going to benefit you the most. But uh, one thing I put my foot down is, is, is I'm tired of fear migrant going for the left. I don't understand the point of open borders. I, I, I have no idea why isn't anybody doing anything about this. It's wild. I, I'm putting my foot down because I'm, I'm frustrated that we have all this child sex trafficking and it's apparent. It's apparent that global elites are involved in sex trafficking from the from the Epstein list down. And we're not doing anything about that because we've politicized it uh, and it makes me very angry. But now we're, we're, uh, we're allowing talks to be made about these rolling blackouts. I have never in my life received a text message that told me to chill out on my energy consumption have you uh, before then before now before the last i don't know fuck 16 months have you ever gotten a text message that said you should uh go easy on your energy it, or is that something new to the east coast it's new to the east coast that's been like a west coast california thing for a while now and that's why one of the yeah. every time that they would push for electric vehicles and making the like where california wants to make electric vehicles standard and wants to ban all of gas vehicles from having even being able to be purchased in the state. Well, the problem is, is if you don't have the infrastructure to set up for it, not only that, <clears throat> the infrastructure that you already have isn't able to keep up. Let's go ahead and throw way more demand onto something that's already not able to keep up. So it's a new thing for the East Coast, but we've been saying it, the, the you know, Trump's, uh, you know, campaigning on it. Vivek was campaigning on it. One of the things in his speech about talking about drilling and going to nuclear fuels and things like that. Like the the thing is, is like we understand the con the consumption that we're going to need. And when you have a massive snowstorm go across the country, 
that cripples the entire like places that don't get cold and don't get snow and don't get below freezing, let alone negative temperatures. When you have that, you're going to have a huge influx of now all this extra demand on this onto the system. So we've you I would say we've created our own problem. We've created our own problem. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad that it's been going on. What what is a while? It's been going on for a while in California. How how long's a while? Since at least 2016, 2012, 2016, really? going back at least a decade. Text messages on your phone that say monitor your your energy consumption. California has yes. Wow, that's crazy. I've never seen it until this year. Um, I've never heard of rolling blackouts. I've never been in a rolling blackout. Have you been in a rolling blackout? I thought that was we something new. We had blackouts when I was in Hawaii, but they were because, so the island, it was very easy to explain because the island is an island. It's an island in the middle of the ocean. The only power source is from the island. So when that power source goes down or goes into a safe mode because of an earthquake or some natural disaster thing that happens, the entire island loses power. And whereas here in the mainland, you can back up power, go to another grid to kind of help you know, you, you know, offload some of the, the demand in that. You don't have that out there. So we did have... There was twice there was when I first moved out there, there was an earthquake in 2008 that knocked the power out for like three or four days. And then when we had the tsunamis, there were some power issues when the tsunamis hit from Japan back in 2012, I believe. Yeah. Well, the whole rolling block, the, the holding rolling blackout things is scary. The fact that, uh, uh, the the strategist from uh, uh, Chase, J.P. Morgan and Chase, uh, put out that we were going to have more rolling blackouts going into 2024 is his prediction. It really scares me. Now we have Pandemic X. Um, but the government is also, uh, I, I, as I look through the news in the last two or three days, uh, the, the government has become, the mainstream has become so apparent, so apparently propaganda and now it's getting frustrating. It really is. You guys have heard me talk about this before. You guys know, right? Like I've been saying for a while that it, as we look into these news stories, um, how they try to cover things up, how they word things, very frustrating. But now they're just blatantly not reporting on certain news and you cannot find it anywhere. One of those in particular would be the Harry Dunn perjury uh, uh, allegations right now. If you go and Google Harry Dunn perjury allegations, not one single article will come out. And, and that's big time news, especially if you're a Republican. So um, why I'm so frustrated with the Democrat side of things right now is because I am seeing an overt uh, an overt operation to, to further the Democratic or the Democrat uh, agenda. And they're silencing, completely silencing the other side, um, which makes me want to go very uh, that much harder on this other side. It makes me be one of those guys that wants to see the other side win at all costs uh, be, because this is frustrating. I mean, if this was a Republican thing, if Trump was on the on the stand for perjury, it would be everywhere. It would be top art. It would be top news. But because we have Harry Dunn, who is the, the poster child, which, by the way, uh, talked to several several officers uh, from from Capitol Police who have always said, uh, you know, they, they weren't necessarily negative about Harry. They just said that he's always been bigger than life and he has been the only, the only uh, officer in Capitol PD that was allowed to voicefully 
object to Donald Trump during Donald Trump's presidency. They actually made it made life easier for him where they where they made rules. They took Trump's picture down out of the office, which was crazy. But, you know, he had stickers all over his car, whereas in the past, Capitol Police had to stay politically neutral and leave their politics out of it because, you know, they're all protecting politicians of, of both sides. But Harry, Harry Dunn never had to play by those rules. And then Harry Dunn, became the poster child of January 6th. Um, you remember seeing him testify in court with all of his heart-sobbing stories. Um, but now there is very, very good evidence, very damning evidence that this guy was involved in perjury, that a lot of the things he said were bullshit because the tapes are out now. And there's a great documentary uh, right now in his, in his case against the perjury of the Oath Keepers. Um, it was from Blaze TV. I think you can get it on YouTube right now. What, what's the name of that documentary? I'm going to share it in the chat. It is Proof of Perjury, The Truth About January 6th from Blaze TV. And that was from two days ago. Here, like We we get upset and get mad when we start searching stuff like that. Think about if you were in prison right now for for all the things, the crimes that they have just lied about. Not, Not just, we definitively can show that the things that you said you were here and you've seen this well you were in a completely different building it's not even like you were had your back turned or maybe you were in a different hallway or you were confused you weren't in the same freaking building yeah and now we have people in prison because of this yeah i mean we just covered ruby ridge last week yeah which was which is a great case um, there's a lot to follow on this. Unfortunately, you can follow it. So stay tuned here. Go to our Patreon. We're going to do some follow-ups on this. Uh, but, but I'm very, very interested in this area. And now he's running for Congress, um, for Maryland, Maryland Congress at the third district, I believe it is. So, you know, um, and, and the government, you know, it's almost like they have put that plan into place and they've manifested it. He's going to be, you, you pretty much know that Harry Dunn is going to make it in Congress. The fact that you cannot Google this guy's name and find anything negative about him. Um, and, and and it's it's crazy it's wild so it's very obvious that the uh that the agenda is rolling as far as Harry Dunn. but i want to get into this two missing navy seals thing I, I talked to a couple of seal buddies this morning um very early it was crazy uh, one seal said um you know i'm still in a group chat with the team uh, with the teams and um they had mentioned this over a week ago uh and they said rest in peace and and he wasn't really sure and he didn't want to like say anything in the group chat because he didn't want to be a dumb dumb and, and and he didn't want them to know that he's still in the group chat even though he's not on that team anymore uh so he just kept his mouth shut but um you know he said that he didn't really know what it's about now he knows what it's about uh last week uh to a group of navy seals a team of navy seals um off of the gulf of aden in somalia um were on a mission to to board a boat uh, it was a very small boat i want to say it was like 35 feet it looks like i mean i've seen pictures man i'm like a 35 foot kind of like a vietnam vietnamese or cambodia style boat from the movies you know what i'm talking about where you kind of have like the long bow and then at the stern they have like you know like the sleeping quarters and stuff like in the movie rambo type sitch um so not like a ship not like a shipping vessel not like a crab crab fishing vessel this is uh you know just a very you know 35 feet long probably 25 feet at the highest point uh, at the at the stern of the boat so um but it, it was carrying weapons uh ballistic m- missile uh, components for the houthis 
And they did a nighttime mission raid on last Thursday to board this thing. It's called a Dihau, by the way. Um, the seas were around 8 to 12 feet. That's huge, by the way, uh, especially in Somalia where sea. you're in the open sea when you're, you know, you're pretty much at... Uh, at the at the horizon at, at the horizon line i mean so so really like eight feet probably feels more like 16 feet as you're looking up with it um waves are different they're weird like that like an eight foot wave definitely if you're if you're if you're at sea level it looks way bigger than eight feet i, I know that's confusing but uh as somebody who surfed for a very long time was on my high school surf team. I don't want to humble brag there, but uh, I've been in some giant waves and uh, I, I surfed um, Ostiana in Costa Rica and, and it was, they were calling for like eight to 10 feet and nobody would paddle out in the group that I was with because it was so big. And, and, but in my brain, I was like eight to 10 feet, like, let's go. Like, this is rad. And I remember there's a picture. I'll probably post it on our Instagram on a storyboard, but there's a picture of me paddling out. You can kind of see my head cocked way back and I'm looking up at this giant wave. And, and, um, you know, that wave is probably only like six or seven feet, but as you're paddling out, I mean, and I'm looking up at it, the thing looked like it was 50 feet uh, from my thing. But anyway, to try to do one of these missions, by the way, these are called like hook ladders, hook and ladder missions. Uh, where they're going to hook up to this boat, climb the ladder. Lots of seals, um, lots of combat divers and dive teams have a hard time with this type of boarding. Um, it's not like fast roping. A lot of guys fall off of the ladders. It happens quite often. Uh, I talked to one of the guys today that is on that was on the seal teams and is actually an instructor at the dive school, and uh, he talked me through it today. But basically, the way it works is when a seal falls off or uh, or or any kind of a maritime operator commando falls off of one of these hook ladders climbing up onto the ship, uh, the protocol is another seal or another operator goes in with them, and the mission continues because you're pretty safe. As long as you got two seals together or two operators together, they can continue mission. They lock down the boat. They get everything taken care of. And then the drones and, and CSAR, the search and rescue, uh, the sea search and rescue will come and pick up the, the seals who fell off the boat. So they plan for this. They rehearse for this. They know it's probably going to happen, especially when you're in eight to, to 16 feet seas uh, in Somalia during the winter. Um, and this was a very, very, uh, the way I've heard it is this operation that the water was very rough. And, um, and so what happens is, uh, you know, uh, from what we know right now, which, by the way, the news just put this out basically last night. This happened last Thursday. Um, a couple of people in the in uh, the, the Special Operations Command, SOCOM, have been putting it out. A couple of SEALs that I know have the trident with the, the black bar above it. And everybody was kind of like, you know, we know that that means a SEAL's dead, but like, where did they die? How did they die? They didn't really disclose it. Um, but it pretty much just came out this morning or late last night. Uh, for the most part, again, the two seals I talked to today, um, or they, they really didn't know much about this operation at all. Um, and, and so the seal falls in another seal allegedly goes in after them, but you know, they had drones up in the air, they had helicopters up in the air and they had planes up in the air. Um, and it, the way the one seal told me who, who did this, um, as a living. And so he's, he's really interested to see who it was that passed away because this was, was one of his missions um, while, while he was uh, with SEAL team four is that um, when you hit the water, the one guy probably got knocked out, but the one that went in after him was probably okay. At least you would think. And then they would, uh, they would activate their floaties and then turn on their IR blinker and in open seas 
with all the drones and predator drones and, and planes in that area following that operation, it would be like a huge beacon of light. So it would not be hard to, to track. And he says he doesn't, you know, he says like, obviously we don't know the whole story right now. Um, but something happened. Um, could have been, and this is what's scary about this. This is what's really scary about this small chance that they could be still swimming. There could have been some land somewhere. I don't know. I don't know how far off the coast they were. That's not in the, any of the articles. Maybe they survived. I mean, these are seals. Some of the toughest dudes know. Maybe they got picked up by another boat. You know, maybe they're being held captive or something. That's the small, the likelihood. Um, some of the other things that they have to worry about, sharks, it's a very shark-infested water area over there. Maybe they both got knocked out on the way down. Um, or maybe we're just not getting the whole story. Maybe they both were shot before entering the water on this, this dangerous operation. What we do know is that the 14 people on the boat were um, captured. There was 14 people on the vessel and they were all captured. I'll read this article from ABC News. Is on Thursday, January 11th, Navy forces conducted a nighttime seizure of a DHAO conducting an illegal transport of advanced lethal aid from Iran to resupply Houthi forces in Yemen as part of the Houthis' ongoing campaign of attacks against international merchant shipping. Uh, this is coming from CENTCOM, which is Central Command, uh, who's in charge of all that over there. The SEALs are operating from the expeditionary sea base USS Lewis B. Pooler, a converted freighter topped with uh, landing decks for helicopters capable of releasing small watercraft used by SEALs when they approach the DHAO. Helicopters and drones flying overhead, they executed a complex boarding of the DHAO near the coast of Somalia and international waters of the Arabian Sea, seizing Iranian-made ballistic missiles and cruise missile components. They included components of, for propulsion, guidance, and warheads for Houthi medium-range ballistic missiles and anti-ship cruise missiles, as well as air defense-associated components. Initial analysis indicates that the same weapons have been employed by the Houthis to threaten the attack. That's just further, uh, but I want to get back into the raid. Nighttime shipboarding um, by boat carried out in pitch black are some of the most difficult missions that SEALs can undertake. Require constant training according to a retired SEAL commander. You have the risk of your boat capsizing in close proximity to the larger vessel. You have to establish a solid ladder point. You have to climb a ladder at night over open ocean between two ships. They're smashing into each other. Um, and, and by the way, that's what my buddy said. He said the worst part about those operations is that when you get on the ladder, your boat might be six feet below you that you entered it. Well, when the next wave comes, that boat can go up over your head and smash into you. And that's one of the biggest threats um, to doing these uh, hook ladder operations is getting smashed by your own boat. That was actually one of the things that he was predicting or, or speculating that could have happened that, um, that, that both of these seals could have been smashed together. Um, and so chances are both of them could have been knocked out and into the water and, and, and they just, in the heat of battle fought one fell and the other went with them as practice and rehearse. That might not be the case, but, um, uh, your problem, this is a quote, your problems start with what you're going to do to it uh, with whomever is on board the boat, he added. Uh, Olarek, which is the SEAL commander, said that the risk of SEALs undertaking these missions in the Gulf of Aden and the Somali Basin increased during this time of year when the ocean waves are especially high. In wintertime, the sea state is typically 8 to 12 feet. Uh, the horizon is flat, so 8 to 12 feet is 8 feet above the flat horizon, and then 8 feet is like a 16-foot wave. That's what I was saying earlier. That's what I was trying to explain. I didn't realize that was in this article. The 14 mariners aboard the D. Howard were taken off the vessel and are in U.S. custody. 
um, though their future status remains to be determined. You know, you can read this however you want, but reading between the lines, I mean, it looks like we are at a full-scale war. Now, listen, we probably all knew we were at a full-scale war at this point with Iran, but mm, this is coming on the heels of us just bombing Yemen, correct? When did yep. we strike Yemen? That was the article I have uh, from the Reuters asking if Biden uh, broke law by ordering the airstrikes with, from January 12th. So that's just five days ago. Right. So, you know, five, which this was, this would have been the five days ago, right? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, what, six days ago. So six, six days ago, two seals go missing five days ago. We bombed the shit out of Yemen. Uh, and there's questions behind that too. And again, th there's, you know, only people that are reporting on this are reuters who are Politico. Um, but you're not finding any of this in mainstream media. Now the seal thing just broke mainstream media today. ABC News was the first today, but we've been following this since yesterday. And I think uh, Politico had put it out yesterday. Why isn't mainstream media and American news covering on any of this instability? We have Syria airstrikes going on right now. Um, we've we've had a stabbing and a suicide bombing in Baghdad, Iraq that just happened recently. Um uh, we have the Tyran, uh, Tyron, Tyran, whatever it is, uh, getting involved uh, in another airstrike as well. Complete, uh, one of the Iraqi uh, uh, correspondents said that um, have, over the decades that they have been serving in Iraq as a correspondent, that they haven't seen this much instability in the Middle East as a whole since the very early 2000s. And that they feel like the instability is worse than it was that's what i was going about to say this because back when i mean you and i were in high school when we first really started kicking off and back in 2000 you know 2002 2003 2004 around that time frame this really has that same feel to it you'll hear about these missions the special operations missions some of them will be a great success and you hear about them or some of them will go a little bit sideways and you might hear about them a couple of weeks later but then they'll slowly trickle out in the news and the next thing you know ground forces are in Israel or ground forces are in the Gaza Strip or ground forces are that that is the next escalation and that's the next you know wave or that's the that's where we go from here I don't know how where else you go other than more drone strikes but then you're at you're just asking for you know do we want Iran or do you want these drone strikes to be in Chicago do you want these drone strikes to be in Philadelphia I mean you, you have all these illegals coming across the border. We don't know where they come from. You don't know what their intentions are when they get here. We're over here poking the bear in the Middle East and the other side of it, you know, we're just letting everything in. Yeah, it's a kind of, I want to say scary, but it's extremely scary times. Yeah, uh, and, 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 the, and what's even scary about it and, and why I was so frustrated at the, uh, the <laughs> Nico the Greco in the chat says, Baghdad is beautiful this time of year. Gorgeous, the sunshine state, Baghdad, beautiful, gorgeous. Um, what's frustrating is that if you type in uh, instability in the Middle East, there's zero articles will come up. All the articles are from like 2018, 2020. Just Google it. Do it yourself. Pull out your phone. Type in instability in the Middle East. However, you have one. You have a correspondent in Baghdad who told, uh, and I, I don't know, was it Politico? Um, I can't even find the article now. I was just going to read it to you. Uh, but it, it, the Biden administration, the Democrats right now are keeping all of this stuff so, so quiet. And, and that is, guys, folks, wake up. If you're a Democrat, I have no problem with that. 
All right. I have no problem with that. But you got you, you got to question your own organization and say, like, guys, come on, we got to stop doing this. this is crazy. Like you're starting wars in the Middle East and keeping it completely silent. I mean, remember when we were moving into Baghdad and Iraq uh, uh, post 9-11 or, or even in the Gulf War? I mean, it was the media had full control over. It. I know a lot of us complained about that. Uh, but now that we have Democrats doing it, they're keeping us in the dark and they're keeping us in the dark on purpose. Guys, they're not letting us know about these Germans who are uh, have hundreds, if not thousands, of tractors on, on one of the biggest farm strikes uh, globally. I mean, you got farmers who, you know, they're trying to kill cows. They're saying that they want, I don't know, like what, four billion less cows by like twenty twenty five or something crazy like that. What? Because killing off all those cows will help climate change. Let me yeah. first. Of First of all, let me let me explain something about the history of time. If you take all of every bit of known history of man with the known history of what we can what we believe we know of the universe, we are more than a hair on a tick's ass. That's how much time we have in this universe. We there's no like yes, if you go out and you burn a bunch of forests and stuff like that, yes, there's going to be repercussions for it. But to think that we have so much impact that you're going to kill off 4 billion cows and it's going to make climate change go away. Well, it reminds me of when they tried to kill all the bison so that the Indians had to depend on the government for food. Um, and they had these big, uh, you know, these oh, slaughtering hundreds of bison a day to, to basically starve the Indians. Uh, I, I kind of feel like that's what's going on right now. Bill Gates and the world like an overform. But I mean, seriously, let's get back on topic here. Guys, this is crazy. And at some point, we enough's enough, right? Like, we have to talk about this. You have to talk about this with your friends. You can't just, this isn't the time where you can just put your nose up in the air and just be like, well, I don't do politics. Stop with that. I don't do politics. Stop. Do politics. You're not doing politics because you're fucking lazy. And because you're too afraid that somebody's going, going to know more than you about it, uh, no, start. Start getting into politics. Start listening to these podcasts because right now, like, honestly, democracy, we're losing it, guys. We're losing it. I, I'm watching totalitarian governments take over in a one-world government as we speak. I'm watching it happen. I can see it on the news. I can type in instability in the Middle East and get zero articles about it. I, I can I can type in uh, Harry Dunn perjury, and there's zero articles about it. Zero. You can't fact check it. You can't. Uh, uh, you, you can't. You can't um, cite it. It's, it's great. And I, I, you remember when I had my big rant about not being able to cite shit. That was like last year. It was really upsetting me because the, you, at the beginning of this um, uh, Ukraine ordeal, if you don't recall, they had all of this information, but none of it was citable. You could not go back to the source of any of the information that mainstream media was giving up. And, and honestly, that was when we decided to create this show in the way it is now. Where we really, we really work hard on diving through articles and trying to find what is going on, and we're getting better at it. And honestly, every time you guys sign up to be the paid YouTube members, you sign up for the Patreon account for all that extra content. I mean, that's why we're trying to go all hard on our Patreon because we want to build more. Like, I want to hire writers and I want to hire researchers, uh, and we are saving our money for that because independent journalism is where is where it's going. This is where that's what we're going to need. Uh, going into this 2024 election and, and elsewhere, because I'll tell you right now, uh, election fraud is going to happen this year. That's going to happen. 
We know it's going to happen. Uh, we know that there are going to be rolling blackouts. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to have another pandemic. I mean, I don't th- here. You want my wackadoo? Oh, by the way, Yako Boons on Blaze TV. You guys in the chat are going to love this, by the way. You guys are going to love this. Yako Boons, we had him on the podcast. If you don't know who Yako Boons is, South African um, whose sister was kidnapped and put into sex slavery for, for seven years before they recovered her. It's kind of what the movie Taken was based off of, but uh, has one of the biggest organ, no, the biggest um, child trafficking uh, combatant uh, ministries out there. So they, they partner with over 3,000 government and non-government entities to combat human trafficking. And 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 we and I'll go into that in just a second because I have a new opinion on the whole Yako Buins thing. But Yako Buins has been a lot. He's been on Blaze TV, Glenn Beck. Um, he's been with uh, I can't remember the chick's name that's on 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 uh, Blaze TV, but he's been on her show quite a bit. I mean, he's pretty much like a weekly staple, um, especially during the Iowa caucus. Um, uh, Yako's been on there, but Yako yesterday on the news program, and listen, he was on our show what two months ago. So, yeah, I was just right, trying to right, look to right see before, about a month and a half, right, months. Yeah, November, early November. Yeah, November. Um, you guys know wackadoodle is my thing. Like, there's nobody else out there throwing wackadoodle around, right? Like, you guys know in the chats, like, that's my thing, wackadoodle. Uh, you guys post in our private Facebook groups about me using wackadoodle all the time. Yako Boons dropped wackadoodle yesterday, live, live on the news. Dude, and I guarantee you the first time he ever heard wackadoodle when I was talking to him. So I'm pretty proud of myself for that. By the way, um, if you ever hear Yako talk about child trafficking, we know that they're global. We know that the global elites are involved in human trafficking. And we know um, I actually just listened to a, a, a really great article. I wasn't planning on talking about this now, but I'm going to do it. Uh, and if you if you get a chance, um, I'll post it in our Facebook uh, on the Feller Stop Facebook group or in the FTS Wolfpack private group. I'll, I'll post it in both, actually. Um, but they, it, they had a human trafficking experts on with Yako, two of them on, and, and, uh, they were talking about the list and they were talking about more specifically, just Google Giz, Gislaine Maxwell and look at the Maxwell family. Look at how, how her sisters are connected to child trafficking, how they are to, um, like Amber alerts and all those things. Look at Maxwell's dad, who was part of. Uh, the Mossad, he was part of the Israeli spies, um, German spies as well, and Russian spies. He was like a trifecta spy who died in a mysterious boating accident. Um, and then if you look at the background of Epstein himself and where he got his money, um, it's very telling. And there's there's a lot of rumor or evidence that shows that the Clintons actually were the first ones to, to really start funding uh, Epstein. And, um, and you go down this rabbit hole and they talk as far back as like the Clinton administration with the Haiti thing, which I've talked about on the show before trafficking from Haiti. And then that just kind of went away and kind of disappeared. If you go down the rabbit hole, if you look at Ghislaine Maxwell, if you look at Epstein and where they came from, it is apparent and obvious that the global elites have sex trafficking culture built in to what's going to, into their, uh, their culture. That's their culture. There is a culture of elite sex trafficking that's happening. And you cannot deny that. And you say, well, the reason why they're not releasing the list is because they, you know, the FBI or somebody might be doing a, a takedown. Well, Yako is at the tip of the spear. They have more assets than worldwide than any other agency 
government or non-government in fighting sex trafficking. They have more intel than anybody else. And what Yako says is they are not doing anything about that list. If they were, he would be the first to know because he would be the one physically hunting them. They have all the assets. They have all the access to the dark web. And they are not researching. They're just trying to make it go away. And that should tell everybody something. We should be absolutely outraged at that. Well, I've said it before. The reason why they're not releasing the list is they are on the list. Yes. Obviously. I'm, and we're, I'm we're just kind of letting it slide. So we're just kind of letting that go. Like we're, we're just, all just living with that. We, we're letting we, the government tell us right now that there's going to be rolling blackouts and we're, we're letting this happen. Uh, it's happening in Canada. It's happening in Chicago, happening out West. We all got messages on our phone on the East coast. We're not, we're, nobody's standing up to it. We're not doing it. We're not talking about it. And that's where I'm going back is that knowing is half the battle. So if your excuse is I don't do politics, then you're wrong. You're dead wrong. Because you're not doing anything to stop this. You're not doing anything. You are basically a sheep yourself making fun of other sheep. But you living in the dark, you living not in the know, that you're just as guilty as all the other sheep. I mean, at least I'm talking about it. And you should be talking about it too. You should be having these conversations at work. You should be doing more research. You guys should be sending me or starting your own podcast or helping out and, and getting this information out there. We need more independent journalists. You should be raising your kids to be independent journalists. But you got to ask yourself, what can I do to combat this? We are losing our freedom. That's happening, folks. That's happening. What are you doing to stop it? Are you doing anything? Are you just going back to your life like, like, oh, well, it's not affecting me. You know, I'm still going to go to work eight to five and I'm still going to do this. Is that your attitude? Well, then take off that nine line apparel t-shirt. Stop drinking your black rifle coffee. Stop buying plate carriers. Stop. Because you're a poser. You're you just don't want to be at this point. There are things that need to be done in 2024, folks. There are protests that are going to have to happen. And I know that we all have jobs, but you know who doesn't have jobs? A lot of people, a lot of Democrats that are out there doing all the protesting because they didn't got jobs. But I think we're going to, listen, I'm a guilty too. I don't protest. I've never protested. Am I going to start? Probably. I'm probably going to start. Or at least I'm going to start reporting on it. I'm going to start encouraging people to, to show up and start asking questions. See something, do something film it, talk about it. You know, these, these films going out of these illegal aliens, uh, illegal immigrants doing things, you know that there are crimes happening in your city that have to do with illegal immigrants that they're not talking about. You as a police officer, you know that there's crimes that are happening that they're trying to get you to change the address. I, I Listen, kudos to the cop who sent that to me. I'm not going to do anything with that information at this moment because I don't want that cop to get in trouble for anything. I got to let it die down. I'm going to wait a couple months. And we'll start talking about it. But that, I mean, at least you're doing something. Ask yourself, what are you doing? Are you sharing stuff on social media? Listen, anybody wants to cut a reel, if, if we ever say anything that's important on here that you think that the world needs to know, uh, and it doesn't have to be any of my rants or anything, my stupid opinions, but if we bring down facts like in an article and you want to reshare it, I don't, and even if you don't even tag me in it or use our content, if you go and find the news source and you repost it, I will never accuse you of stealing content from me. The only reason I do this is to keep you informed. And I also want to entertain you as well. 
but I want you to be informed. So uh, feel free to copy. If I say something that, that, that strikes a nerve with you and you want to make a reel about it, you know, you want to go off and rant about it yourself. Well, fucking by all means do it. I don't care if you have 25 followers, who gives a shit? Talk to those 25 people. Let them know what's going on. Let them know your piece. You're probably smarter than me and you'll probably do a better job. There was a study. I want to I want to bring it up to know. I'll bring it up. I'll have it available for us that they had 10 people in a room and only one of the people was the person was being studied. The other nine were in on it. So they would have a question in front of them. And if one person was able to say, well, yeah, I believe this is the correct answer. Two plus two is four. But the other ones are saying that, no, it's it's five. No, it's six. All it took was one person to to get the the your your observer, the person that you're trying to influence, for them to believe you. But if you have all the nine other people going against it, you can tell you can have someone look at their own eyes and look and see things for their own eyes that are facts and believe that that are that they're not seeing what there is that's not true. Because the media is telling you that it's not true. And the politicians are telling you that it's not true. And then this podcast is going to tell you that it's not true. And then you've got this that will come out and say it's not true. And then you have this fact check come out and say it's not true. Well, if it's really not that true, present your evidence. Present your facts. Present your side of the argument to tell me that it's not true. Don't just tell me what I'm looking at is a lie. Because that's what they're doing. They're telling you what you're looking at is a lie. We're, we just showed you today. There is four. I, I'm not even the nine minute long video that I watched is more than enough that I asked several different times before we even started the podcast today. How, how in this country, how in this department of justice are we able to have a trial, a trial in which you are to be judged by a jury of your peers. This is something that's baked into our constitution that if you are suspected of a crime, that you are able to face your accuser and then be tried by a jury of your peers, and then everybody gets the same set of rules. So whatever they're going to show as evidence that you're guilty, you get that same evidence. And whatever you're going to show as evidence as being that you're not guilty, the prosecution is going to get that. Well, there are people in prison right now that didn't have copies of this evidence that we are now just freely watching on YouTube paired with transcripts from depositions a testimony at trials so a, a tape is saying one thing and then the guy is telling you something different which what do you want to believe which one do you want to believe the thing that i'm telling you or the thing that you can see with your own eyes this is what we have to do you have to start being able to share this the the information that we're getting out there and it has to be able to all it takes is one person to stand up and say no. You never know who that's going to be. You know, I I have this conversation with my father quite a bit, and and he he doesn't listen. He he's he's just now starting to come along and come to terms that I'm a podcaster, um, and um, you know, but he says, why, Eric? Why do you get so involved? Like, uh, why do you care? I don't care. You know, I, I try to tell my dad, like, what do you think about this, dad? And oh, I don't know, you know. And and then and then he, he says the excuse. He's like, listen, uh, I've got my house in Savannah. I'm paying my taxes. When my taxes go up, you know, I'll protest. But at the end of the day, what can I do? And I mean, look, I, I get it when you're that old. Who gives a shit? But, you know, that can't be all of our attitudes. That can't be your attitudes or we're not going to fix this. You've got a guy running for Congress in Maryland who is a liar. 
You have, you, we know with all the technology today that our politicians are liars. They lied under oath and we've done nothing about it. They are liars. We know that George Bush illegally got us involved in a war in Iraq and we've done nothing about it and we've gained nothing for it. As a country, we are no better from anything that happened in Iraq than we are today. We know for a fact that that, that uh, Bill Clinton lied about his sexual relationship with Mona Lewinsky, and we now know that he had sex with many other people. And, and again, sex, well, who cares who he fucking has sex? I want my president to have sex. I don't want him to be full of uh, rage and everything. What do I go? Okay. I want a, I want a, I want a president with morals. I want a president who tells the fucking truth. I definitely don't want one that has zero morals and lies under oath. Now I get it. I want a president with morals, right? Nobody's perfect. You're never going to find the perfect president. I mean, hell, even if I became a president, <laughs> which I wouldn't, uh, you would be able to question some of the moral things that I've done in my life. I've made some stupid choices, some really bad decisions, especially in my 20s. I was an idiot. I was a fool in my 20s. But I'll admit to it. I'll never lie under oath about it. So I don't want... the, the and, and listen, everybody's guilty of it. Trump, Hillary, Bush, Obama, all of them, they're all liars. And we allow it to happen. We don't allow our cops to be liars. If a cop gets caught lying, I mean, there are some serious consequences. Listen, uh, there are a lot of doom and gloom in the news today. Um, how do I get through it and, and still put on that face and, and raise beautiful, wonderful kids and, and enjoy my wonderful marriage with my beautiful wife? It's because I sleep on a ghost bed and a ghost bed pillow with the cooling sheets, the cooling technology, adjustable base, the whole nine yards. It's all about getting a good night's sleep. Mental health, mental wellness starts with a good night's sleep and you should invest in that. Before you go to your therapists and your psychologists and psychiatrists and you up your meds and all this other shit, do you have a good bed? Do you have a good bed? Do you have a good bed? Quote. Not, uh, my bed's fine. You need a good bed. You spend a lot of time in bed. You should have the best bed that money can buy. Right now, GhostBed's offering 50% off, 0% down, 0% financing. That's if you have Hunter Biden credit. So go over to GhostBed.com right now and get your sleep so good it's scary. Bed's made in the good old USA. 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 They've been a loyal sponsor since day one, and we absolutely love them. Also, we got FactorMeals.com. Promo code Wolfpack50, meal planning to the next level. How do I keep up with all this news? Keep up with six shows a week for free on top of all the Patreon content. How do I do all of that? I don't do it because I'm sitting around meal planning all day. I wouldn't be able to go to jujitsu this afternoon if I was too busy uh, meal planning. I let Factor Meals do the meal planning for me. I want that protein heavy so I can get strong and big in 2024 so that when my adversaries are up against me, I'm a lethal lion. <laughs> I'm a tiger. <laughs> I'm strong. Uh, go to factormeals.com. Listen, they've got hundreds of menu items over there for you guys to pick. I'm slow today. Listen, I got this hernia. I'm a little bit bummed out. All right. I'm trying. I'm faking it to make it. But listen, every time I laugh or I try to raise my voice, this hernia fucking hurts. <laughs> 
But you can get the calorie conscious, the protein heavy, uh, let, let factor meals do all that meal planning for you right now. At the end of the day, chalk it all off. It's like the same price as the grocery store. By the time you drive your ass to the grocery, you buy the groceries, you drive home, you, you get the skillets out, you clean the skillets, you, you cook your stuff, you put all your ingredients, your butters, your oils, all that stuff in there. You get all your Rubbermaid totes and the lids that you can't find. So you got to go to Walmart and buy more Rubbermaid totes or plastic Pytex, Pyrex, whatever they are. And you do all of these things. You could have just got online, went to factormeals.com, Wolfpack50, and these meals get delivered straight to your front door, fresh and never frozen, right to your front door. Beautiful packaging in a container already and you got to pick out your own meals for the week you can get three meals a week five meals a week whatever you need factor is going to deliver it to you they got this like cool like nordic ice stuff in the, the box so it stays cool for like 12 or 13 hours so even if it gets mailed to your door and you're on a 12-hour shift that's okay it'll still be cool by the time you get home i promise listen i was out of town and mine was on there and i opened it up they were still cold i got i think they were out there for like probably close to 16 17 hours it's fine no problem. Go to factormeals.com right now. Uh, Cupcake Cameo says, Tansy is a tiger. I am. So the feds found cocaine on Hunter Biden's uh, a pistola pouch. Uh, Hunter Biden, this is coming from New York Post. Last article of the day, Hunter Biden's gun pouch tested for cocaine last year after sister-in-law. Is that the one that he fucked? By the way, didn't he fuck what? his sister-in-law? Yeah, one of them. Editor. Yeah, his, his brother dies. And he starts yep. fucking uh, his wife, his widowed wife. What a sick fuck. Listen, I, uh, I'm i not above doing some sick shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, back in my day, I was a dog. I was a dog. It wasn't until I met my wife and I found love, true love. Um, and even my wife would probably still say I'm, I'm kind of a dog. You know what I mean? Like, we're freaky. I make her probably more freaky than she wants to be. She goes along with it, though. I mean, but it's not rape because we're married. There's no such thing. Those are the rules. Whoa, just kidding. Jesus. God. Well, poor you guys blow up on me here. No. Uh, listen, I'm into some kinky shit. You know what I'm saying? I'd do it. I'd try anything once. I always say that. I'd try anything once. Within reason. Within reason. Um, If my brother died and I was single, you wouldn't catch me banging his wife. She's pretty too. Wouldn't even cross my mind to try. And if the opportunity presented itself, I would have the discipline. I don't even know if I would need discipline at that point. Like, I think it's just common sense that I'd be like, no, this doesn't happen. It can't happen. Sorry. Sorry. Wouldn't say I wouldn't think about it in my mind, but no, like physically this can't happen. You're my brother's widow. all All the things that I've played devil's advocacy for. Um, having sex with my brother's widowed wife is one I'm going to have a hard time, but devil's advocate here. Think of all the time that you're going to save. You don't have to be introduced to all the family again. Everybody knows everybody already. You already know what they like at Christmas. You've already had all the dirt on the brother because you know when you're with your spouse, you're going to talk shit about your brother because your brother's not there. So that she's already got all the dirt on you. You're just saving a bunch of time. I God, there's no way. I can't. I I can't devil's advocate for, for sleeping with your brother's wife. I mean, unless God, what is wrong with that family? Yeah, and then and then they have kids. Like, I mean, could you imagine what that would do to the kids? Like, what if my kids found out 
that I was banging my brother's wife. Well, like, how do you explain that to the kids? Who are you? Are you my stepdad or uncle today? <laughs> I'm stuck uncle? in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Step widow aunt. <laughs> I'm stuck in the dryer. Uh, I don't know, but here we go. Let's get into the article. I mean, I can go on. I mean, but I, if you look at the pictures of Hunter Biden, he looks like a piece of shit. Listen, the Biden family, they are fucking pieces of shit. These guys are dirty, nasty, fucking rotten scumbags. You're banging your sister's wife. Your dad's taking inappropriate showers with your sister. Your real sister is is in sex rehab, checking out early. Has, uh, I mean, uh, the sexual deviancy is coming out of this. They stem, like we all know this in law enforcement too, that like you don't just, you're not just born a sexual deviant. That shit's usually taught to you. Something happened to you as a child. Um, uh, whether it was the way your parents raised you, um, maybe your parents were too overpowering and that led you into some kind of crazy. But a lot of times it's just the opposite. A lot of the times you saw porn, porn was readily available in your house. Your daddy touched you, your uncle touched you. You had a relationship with a cousin. Something happened that made you become this uh, sexual, um, you know, this this obsessive uh, sex addict, you know, um, and, and that sucks. But we have a whole family of this. We have a crackhead son. A crackhead son who's bringing crack into the White House, no doubt. You got a dad who's been accused of taking inappropriate showers, inappropriate sex talks with her older brother. I'm guessing they're not going to be talking about the dead one who was actually semi-successful. I'm assuming she's talking about Hunter in that one. This sleazebag. You've got these videos, these crazy videos. Go look them up of Hunter Biden just naked running lines of coke trying to skinny dip on a slides i mean i've seen all of them and they are disgusting and listen i not that i wouldn't do some of those things like i'd go naked down a slide i have done it before at a party uh, when i was younger uh but but there, there's no videos of that and here's the thing is is that he chose to video it it's not like there was a bunch of people there and somebody caught candid videos like he set his cell phone up and took videos of this shit in his own hotel rooms because he's boastful. It's like, it's this ego of you can't touch me. You'll never get me. You'll never get me. Um, and it's, it's, it's in all of those movies, right? He's the character and all of those movies that just gets away with everything. Daddy's little boy. Like you don't see any of this shit coming out of the Trump family. You don't see their kids up in some kind of crazy sex addicted cocaine fueled allegations. So the Trumps are doing something right, at least with their kids. Um, well, if you did, you'd hear all about it. It would be all over the news. They would they would end up having to dedicate. They probably have three or four new shows that would spin off just to have their experts come on to testify and tell you all about all of the things that are like this guy, like. Which part of when his dad was the vice president, all the crap, when his dad was running for president, all the crap. Now his dad is the president, all the crap. What, like when I was a kid, when we were in school, when I was in elementary school, five or six years old, and they're like, oh, you can grow up and you can be anything you want to be when you grow up. And they talked about being an astronaut because that was so cool. You had to be so smart to become an astronaut or you could be in the Olympics and you could be an Olympic athlete and you have so gifted and you're so dedicated to your athlete, your athletics, or you wanted to help people and help the country and you become the president. These are positions of prestige positions that you hold of the highest. We've got freaking cocaine at the white house. You got regular at the white house. 
Let me read this article because I gotta get out of here. Um, and try to go get this uh, hernia thing looked at. Hunter Biden was loaded in more ways than one. Again, this come from the New York Post. Uh, on in October 2018, federal prosecutors alleged Tuesday in a scathing response to the first son's attempt to dismiss weapons charges against him five years after the now 53-year-old sister-in-law turned lover. I mean that, and it's. I mean that just sounds like a sex novel uh, right there. Haley Biden dumped Hunter's firearm in a trash can behind a grocery store in Delaware. FBI officials re-examined the pistol. Agents removed the sealed Colt Cobra 38 special revolver from a state police vault to photograph the weapon sometime last year. Found a white powdery substance on the pouch that held the weapon. Uh, the special counsel, David Weiss, revealed an FBI chemist subsequently an analyzed the residue and determined that it was cocaine. The 52-page document read, literally found drugs on the pouch where the friend had kept his gun. That, you know, by the way, guys, that's coupled with finding the cocaine uh, in the White House when they said Biden wasn't there, but he really was there. Again, another lie told uh, straight to our face. Right. To cover up like when you lie about that, that means that that was Hunter Biden's cocaine. Like we got at some point, you guys have got to stop with this. Like, well, we don't really know. Yeah, we fucking do. Yeah, we do. We know. We know. Why is this team was responding to a motion to dismiss the gun charges followed by Hunter Biden's lawyers last month in the rebuttal? Weiss's team recounted the evidence and had to confirm that the troubled first son was using illicit drugs at the time. But listen, you know, this goes back as far as he stole a rental car that they recovered with his credentials in the stolen rental car and a crack pipe that had residue of cocaine in it. Nobody gave a shit. He got passed out drunk on a flight, left his FBI credentials on the plane. Anybody could have access to those. It was a public plane. It wasn't a private plane. He leaves his FBI credentials that he wasn't supposed to have in the first place on the plane because he was so shit faced drunk on the plane. He disappears, goes missing for six or seven weeks, I think it was. And they found him in a homeless camp like outside of San Francisco because he was on a meth binge. I mean, this guy is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And nothing's going to be done about it, I know. But listen, like I said, knowing is half the battle. And uh, I just thought it was an interesting article. You know, the, the, this guy's running around. His dad is the president. And and while his dad is the president, this has got to be, this has to be one of the worst presidents we've ever had. His approval rating is the lowest. Is it? Is it not the lowest? I believe it's the lowest. We'll, we'll cover that on uh, our Patreon. I'll do a whole thing. But I on our Patreon this week, maybe tomorrow um, or maybe later this afternoon, we're going to do a Patreon episode on what you need to know about all of the candidates running in the Republican Party. I know a lot of people don't know about Nikki Haley. A lot of people don't know about the Vic uh, who dropped out. Um, DeSantis, it's going to be objective. Again, I don't care who you vote for. I'm not I, I'm not uh, I don't endorse anybody on this show. Uh, I don't need to endorse anybody on this show. I haven't been asked to do it. Um and, and I, I don't think that that's the place to do it. Um, I think, you know, you guys are first responders. You're smart enough to make your own decisions. And I think there's a lot of good candidates out there. Don't fall into the hate mongering, right? We don't need to hate any of these people for running for office. Um, somebody's got to do it. Um, and But you also got to remember that they're all politicians. And politicians by nature are pieces of shit. So you just got to figure out which one's kind of the least of the pieces of shit. But, um, you know, don't believe what you hear on mainstream media. Don't believe what you hear on media. Don't, don't, don't. You know, so that's what we're going to do on Patreon. Is I'm just going to say the good and the bad in very factual form without any opinion. 
with 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 kind of like an objective point of view, just so you guys are in the know of who is running and why. And if somebody brings it up, you can say what you like about these people and what you don't like. Again, not going to go about like you shouldn't vote for this person because they suck. No, I mean there are there are stats out there that are important. For instance, uh, how many uh, people who were pro-abortion that that voted for Nikki Haley in this thing, uh, or or um, that were pro an abortion ban that voted for him versus people who were not. You know, those are stats that you could say, well, it's like, oh, okay. Um, you know, if, if you're a Republican, but you are also for kind of more of a common sense abortion take on things, this might be the girl for you. If you're um, a, a Republican that's like abortion should be banned across the thing, you should know those numbers too. So you can make the right choice. That's important to you. I personally have never met anybody that I know personally that's had an abortion. So I don't really vote on abortion rights just because it's not something that's everyday in me, but maybe it is. Maybe it's very important to you. And, um, and then that's you. And then there's nothing wrong with that. And, and, uh, that's my take on that. So um, on Patreon, I'm just going to do the research for you, let you know some of the good and the bad, some, just some stats that you should know about these folks so that you can make uh, the most well-informed decision as a first responder, or at least get those gears turning. By the way, that's what this show is for. I'm wrapping it up right now. Um, this show is not, we're not media experts here. Okay. That's not what the show is. This show is to let you know what's going on in the news so that you can do more research on your own so that you can be fired up to be in the know and to learn and to protect our democracy. I'm really doing this because I am afraid that the government is going to do what they did almost four years ago where they used a pandemic, where they took away our rights, where uh, the, the president nomination hid in a bunker in a basement, where we had lots of fraud allegations that we weren't allowed to talk about, where we had an insurrection that we weren't allowed to view the tapes of, and we persecuted people um, unrightfully, where we used race and race baiting, all of this within a year's time frame to sway an election. Very dangerous times we're living in, folks. So the reason why I'm doing this is that you can be an expert, that you can take what a C-minus student, it's like a rough edit. I'm in a TV series. I got to watch the first edit yesterday. It's phenomenal how they do it. They do a first raw edit, and then they have a different editor take that first raw edit and do a second edit. And then they have a third editor, the best editor, the senior editor, goes and edits it again. They do the light thing. I'm just your first line editor. I'm good, not great. I'm good, I'm not great. You're, you're the second and third line of that. But at least it gets the gears turning and it gives you something to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. And hopefully, if anything, it kept you busy uh, while you're at work, gave you something to listen to. Uh, by the way, really quick before I let you guys go, somebody mentioned, um, and, I, and I won't say his name, but a police officer said, I pulled a, I, I pulled a, ca a car over and I had them sit in my front seat while I wrote the citation. And I had your podcast on and you went on the most tansy rant that you can imagine. I can't remember what the rant it was, but uh, I went on a rant, I guess, according to this cop. And the passenger was laughing and said, can we listen to the rest of this? And they sat there and listened to it and he tore up the ticket. He's like, I couldn't write this guy a ticket after we both just sat there and listened to like an epic tansy political rant. So he says he let the guy go. How funny is that? You're helping people get away from murder. Dude, like, let's go. Uh, yeah, Captain Simpson, uh, Pandemic X. We talked a little bit about Pandemic X. Um, we'll dive into Pandemic X on the Patreon as well. I'm going to do want to get into Pandemic X. Uh, I'm still doing doing my research on there, but there, there, there is a lab that's creating a new super virus, right? What does it say? The disease is... 
going to right after your brain and 100% kill rate or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, but my Tansy Thomas prediction was that they were going to have one that went after the kids. And then if you didn't get the vaccine, you ate kids type deal. But uh, let's get into this. Red says, uh, guns up, giddy up. Red and I, we need to do something on Patreon. Um, oh, by the way, Red, I think I've sent you a couple of messages. Um, you have no friends. So when I send you a private message, when I send you a DM, you should at least respond with an emoji, maybe like a thumbs up or something acknowledging that you've got it. I'm tired of sending you the most hilarious stuff that literally involves you. And then you, you give me no appreciation of said meme, gif, whatever is funny that directly relates to me making fun of you or something that's going on in your life. So Red says, writing a ticket with the guy in your front seat sounds like a Friday breakdown to me. Uh, Captain Simpson, $5. Uh, keep fighting the good fight. Thank you, sir. Um, uh, Red says she's busy working and getting her abs right. Well, Red, I think I have a hernia right now. I'm going to the doctor right now to go look at this hernia. I got a torn abdominal thing, but uh, I'm getting my abs ready for this competition. But if I can get this surgery on these abs done, you better watch out. You better watch out. By the way, for those of you who don't know, Red and I have an abs contest. I think July 18th is the due date. We're going to do an abs off. Take a picture of my abs. Take a picture of, of Lauren's abs. We'll do a poll who did it better. Um, and it's got to be fair and objective. So, um, you know, we're going to do the, the the thing here and uh, we'll see who has who has better abs. Um, and, and so we'll get it. So um, Tyler says, get it fixed, right? Guys, thank you so much for being in the live chats. Check us out on Patreon. If you're not subscribed to our Patreon, it's $3 a month. I got lots of content coming out tomorrow for you guys. There's a lot of stuff on there with the, uh, the fight down the pole show, more sports show stuff. Lots of other stuff on there. Please be a part of that Patreon. We are we really want to hire a writer and a full-time researcher um, for this show. Uh, I think it'll just help us be that much better um, at delivering news. We, we don't want to half-ass anything. And and since you guys are have obviously shown that you're really into this new shit, we're, we're going to go all in on it. So all the money that we got from Patreon um, is going for... Uh, producing the news. And I'd really like to get you guys, if I had a writer, if I had somebody that could call me and, and really go through the news with me and, and, and I could understand it right now, I spend more time trying to find the real news and then I don't get enough time to actually read it and understand it because I'm trying, I'll, I'll read an article. I'll, listen, I, and I got to go, but I'll spend an hour just trying to find, I'll read five or six articles of the same fucking article. And then I'll go, none of that, you know, all of these are so conflicting and so full of propaganda that I don't even know what the real story is. And so then I'll go to Reuters and then I'll go to Politico and then I'll go to NPR and then I'll go to Breaking Points. I'll just go on and on and on until I finally figure out that I have the whole uh, kind of an outlook. And then by the time I have that on just one piece of news, I still have to go like four or five more articles. So if I could really get us a, if we could get a, uh, a writer in here, a researcher in here to, to pull these for me and go down the rabbit hole with me. So I'm not spending all my time just trying to get to, I just need the meat and potatoes and then I can memorize it, research it, fact check it with, uh, with, with um, our producer dead leg here who is good about fact checking. But right now he and I are stretched super thin. I'm trying to find the articles. He's trying to fact check them and then we got to memorize it all and put it on here. We don't have prompters and all those things. So with every dollar gained and the next couple of months, it's all going to hire uh, a writer and researcher. So keep it up. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the family. Join us on Facebook, social media, Instagrams, all the things from myself, from dead leg media, guns up, giddy up, stay informed, knowing it's half the battle. See you tomorrow.